back to another episode of the Accounting Twins Podcast. I'm your co-host, Norma Steiger. And I'm your co-host, Norma Steiger's twin. And welcome back. We are so excitedly splendid that you're here today. If you can't tell, the mood's a little chaotic. I don't know what was in my coffee this morning, but it's 5.30 p.m. and I'm still going and I have way too much energy right now. I also have energy. I was just listening to, obviously, of course, Taylor Swift blasting full volume in my room while I was waiting for Norma to log on. Yeah, well, I had to walk all the way from home from class. I kind of lost some energy on that walk home. But let me tell you, during class, chaotic. I, I don't know how I was able to pay attention. I, like, half the time when I'm in a chaotic mood, I cannot be productive in the slightest. And it's like, what the heck's going on here? Like, I should probably go, like, run a mile and, like, crash. But right now, I'm like, okay, chaotic energy. Let's do this. Like, boom, boom, boom. Let's go. Let's go. You know what was chaotic? You know what was chaotic? The amount of rice you made last night. Oh my gosh. Okay, so everyone listening, keep in mind, I am an independent, smart, young lady. However, I lived in the dorms for a year, and then I lived in my sorority house for three years. We are a big school. We were a big sorority. We had chefs who cooked us meals during the weekdays. So I never cooked myself a meal in college unless I was home. And whenever I am home, we just never cook rice, or at least I'm never in charge of it. So last night, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to cook some rice so I can eat it with my tempura cauliflower. I didn't know that rice like grows while it's like cooking. So I'm sorry. I swear I'm not an idiot, but I was just dumb during this because I, I had never cooked rice. And I was going to ask my roommates, ask my mom, being like, okay, how do you cook rice? I'm like, no, Norma, you can do this. So how much rice did I make? Two cups of uncooked rice. How much rice was that? It overflowed my pot. That's the question. Or not oh the gosh. question, that's the answer. <laughs> oh my gosh. See, when I make rice... So now I have my, a lot of rice. When I make rice, my roommate has a rice cooker, so like, you don't need as much. And I do one cup of water and one cup of rice, and it's enough to last me like three days. Normal. Oh, oh my gosh. Anyways, though, I told her about this recipe, and I was like, you need to use a rice because my comfort food for like the past three weeks has been like sushi grade rice, and then I get the salmon patties from Costco, cook them, you know, make them like small little pieces. And then I put that, the rice in the salmon bowl with avocado, sometimes like edamame, green onion, if I have other vegetables lying around, and then I'll do spicy mayo and soy sauce. And it is such a good meal because like, I don't want to go spending money for pokey all the time. So I make it just with cooked salmon at home. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do tonight after this and then go study because I have energy. I'm going to make a grilled cheese with tomato soup. Story time. Like, oh, wait, that sounds good. But it's story time. I have another story, and it's really funny. And it is accounting related. So if you don't want to hear something that's not accounting related, it's fine. Now we're back to the accounting twins. Boop, boop, bop, yay. Okay, so the scene sets. I was in audit class yesterday, a.k.a. the one with my amazing professor, Ben. The scene sets a few weeks beforehand. <laughs> Who are... Recording episode one of our book club, which you should listen to if you haven't already. But anyways, we were talking about how like in our book club, how you can constantly learn in accounting. And Becky was talking about counting standard 606 about revenue recognition. So for some reason, revenue recognition, ASC 606 is stuck in my head and I just know it. And that is the only accounting standard concept rule 
whatever number that I like memorize, like know the number, know the rule. So yesterday we were in audit class and we were talking about audit processes. And then Ben, aka best professor, aka amazing. Anyways, he was talking about like the revenue recognition process and how like it's always changing. And then he's like, oh, well, with the new accounting standard about revenue. And he was like, he was like trying to figure out he's like 600, eight. I'm like, oh, easy. That's ASC 606. He just (laughs) looks at me just a blank stare and a blink he's like well i'm gonna say that's it if anyone has any other questions ask norma and i got roasted for knowing that but mm, i now know about asc 606 and accounting recognition so thanks becky you're welcome you're a nerd i'm so chaotic right now i'm just off the walls i'm so sorry everyone who's listening i hope my energy (laughs) transfers to you so like in the future if you're feeling glum feeling down Listen to this episode, and then you'll be like, oh, so much energy now. I can rule the world. It's like this episode is just like a pack of caffeine, and we're like, open it up, and there's caffeine. Anyways, my time to shine, because Norma needs a chill pill, apparently. So, um, as we know, quarter close. I, I genuinely have been talking about it for episode for every episode, but like now it's done. And I've realized I am so burnt out, and it's not because, like, I'm working like way too much or anything and I'm or I'm not a hard worker but it's because I have never experienced a quarter close before it's like when you're a freshman and it's your first midterms and final season like you don't know what to expect and you're overwhelmed that's how it was for me I am so burnt out I like during lunch I'm not even gonna lie like I nap during lunch sometimes because my brain is still so overworked and trying to catch up on my sleep when but you work from home, when you work from home. When I work from home, yeah, no, I don't fall asleep at work. snooze at your desk. But the thing is, I haven't gone to work in about a month. Today was the first day I went because, so I would wake up at 7.30, takes me half an hour to get ready. I would leave at 8, drive to work, get there at 8.30, re- leave around 4.30 because I typically worked through lunch um, at work and then drive home and get done at 5. So, but that, so that's 30 minutes of getting ready in an hour total of driving, and that's an hour and a half I could be doing work. So I decided I'm just gonna work from home. It's a lot easier for me to do that and I can get more stuff done. But I'm just so tired. And so at the end of every quarter, the company gives the finance department a day off in recognition and thanks for all the overtime that they worked. And so I get this Thursday, the day before Veterans Day off, and then Friday is Veterans Day. So I have a three-day weekend. And then next week is obviously a full week. And the week after that, I work two days because of Thanksgiving. And then the week after that, I work two days because I'm going on vacation. And so, like, I'm kind of just living. I think I work 10, no, 5 plus, that's 9. I work 9 days in the next, like, 15 work days. Actually, no, because Thanksgiving doesn't count. But whatever. I'm I'm floating right now. I'm living the dream. Becky's floating and I'm falling. You're drowning. Falling. Yeah, pretty much. She's like, oh my gosh, yay! Like I get a few days off for Thanksgiving, and I'm like, I get a few days off for Thanksgiving, but I'm only taking one of them off, and then I'm studying the rest. Like this Friday is Veterans Day, and so I'm like, usually we spend Veterans Day with our dad because hashtag Bob is a veteran. Thanks, Dad. Mr. Colonel Bob. <laughs> Anyways, 
we, but he's not going to be here. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to study, which is good because I did not study yesterday. So I got to like make up for that and do that. And oh, November is horrible. Like, yes, October is horrible because it's like midterm season usually. But November, I find to be worse in my opinion, because you're wrapping up the end of school right before finals. And I have so many projects due, like so many projects. And I'm so stressed and on top of my CPA stuff, like, because like, re recap, you know, I'm taking the exam on December 30th. And I'm just like so overwhelmed. So it's just not fun. Like the all I do is study and study and study. Oh my gosh, yeah. All, literally all I do is study. And it's to the point. So if, there, if, if there's one thing about me, it is that I love to read. <laughs> I have read 225 books to date this year. That is correct. The 2022 year. I Don't ask me how. I don't know how. I read a lot. But it's to the point where like, so I have like an iPad mini, a teeny tiny iPad, and I like read my books on there. Um, I, I quite literally went home a few weeks ago, put it in my drawers at home, and it's there. I have not read on my iPad in like three weeks now. Productivity levels to the freaking roof. Holy moly, I'm so productive now. But I don't do anything besides studying and walking to class and going to class and then completing classwork. And then I walk home. And then she FaceTimes me a few times a day, but like it's very like I, five minutes ish. What was it? Was I it yesterday? What was the day we FaceTime for like 20 minutes? And it was really nice. Oh, no, we didn't. It was really nice. I don't even know, Rebecca. They all blur at once. Like, oh my gosh. But also, yay me. I'm now halfway through my CPA studying. I know. It, please don't be like, you can actually, you can say this, Norma. You spent so long studying. It's been two months. I got through three units. I know. I am working on it. I now know what I should and should not be doing to studying for the CPA exam. Exactly. It, it's trial and error, Norma. Like, not like now you know how to study for the rest of the BEC exam, then you'll know that going forward for the rest of your exam. So, like, you're not going to know everything off the bat, all the topics. You're not going to know how to study off the bat. So, it's going to work out great. And you're going to do fabulous. I now know what I should and should not be doing for studying. And then after I take my BEC exam, I'm taking a few days off, hanging out with El Beckenold. And then I'm coming back and I'm starting to study for my audit exam. And I'm giving myself two or three months maximum to study. Because also, I'm taking my audit class this semester. So, that should help. Ben, your class is going to help me. I can feel it. Woo! You plan on having three exams done by the time you start your job. That way you're only studying for one exam while you're working? Yes. So I plan on it. But if I don't pass them all, then I'm going to have to like, that schedule is going to change. But funny enough, we had like a panel in my, in my um, accounting communications. And we we're asking about like the CPA exams. And they're all like, Make sure you like do as much of your CPA exams as you can before you start work because it's so much harder, like all that stuff. And some of the other students were like groaning. They're like, oh, crap, I haven't studied yet. And I'm just thinking, I'm studying. I just can't imagine not getting a tiny, even just like a tiny bit of studying ahead of the game, like just waiting until work starts. I have had some coworkers say that they did it while they were working and they made it sound worse than what it's like for Norma to be a student uh, part time worker and a full-time CPA student studying like I whoa a lot of my friends are starting next semester but I just I don't think I can juggle working 
and studying at the same time because it's like two completely different mindsets. Like I'm somewhat okay. Obviously, you've heard throughout this entire podcast this season that I am. Sasha, I'm not okay while studying. Lol, lol. But anyways, like I'm in the I'm in a studying mindset because that's all I do for school. But I don't think I can do that when I start my job. So speaking of Norma having a job, she's going to be moving to Phoenix and we're most likely going to be living with each other. And at first I was like, hey, Norma, would you maybe want to live together? And she goes, no, I don't want to live with you. And I was like, all right, fair enough. We have lived together for a thousand trillion years, but we just like miss each other so much that like what's one year of living together going to do? It's going to make us so fun. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna be honest. At first, I was like, I do not want to live with you. Not in a bad way, but I'm just, I feel like I'm a very independent person. And I kind of just wanted to have like a year, not a year to myself, but a year to like be an adult by myself. But my other roommate situations aren't like panning out. So I think I'm gonna live with Becky. And that's fine because I can just annoy her. Exactly. And yay. So get ready. I was hoping to live with her friend, but her friend's job takes her out of town all the time. But her friend literally lives three minutes away from where we will live next year. So, like, her friend's probably just going to have, like, a key and whatever. So, like, it's going to be yeah. party time central. Okay, not actually party time central. It's going to be, like, watching movies and eating salmon bowls and studying for the CPA time. Woot, <laughs> woot. So, Go speaking us. about jobs, I am about halfway through my first rotation at Axon. I'm... Because I think I end it, I think I end my first rotation in January. So, am I? No, I might be more than halfway done. So I'm about a fourth of, no, not a fourth. I don't know. I'm like an eighth way done through with my entire two-year stuff, which is super exciting. And you know what I've realized in these past three, maybe four months? I don't know. I lost track of time. I've also lost knowledge too. Not in a bad way, but I am doing so much that my brain just like pushes stuff out if I haven't done it for a few weeks. So for example, I've talked about doing delivery adjustments before. It's pretty much when let's say a customer needs to return a part of a contract that they signed or they need to move a shipment date forward or they want to do a swap of different SKUs. So let's say they get Axon Body Camera 2, but they would like Axon Body Camera 3, like that type of stuff. And there's so many types of delivery adjustments that like no delivery adjustment is the same so you learn one thing and it might not apply to the next one so just a little confused well Um, i mean that kind of like makes sense because like you if you're not actively doing it you're not going to remember it so like right now i'm on like unit four of the bec studying and i'm doing like the cost volume profit analysis like break even costing target cost all that stuff and like i I was watching the lecture and I was like, this is so familiar. Like, I know I did it, but I needed that like kickstart. So it kind of makes sense that like you're not you're not necessarily losing your knowledge, but you're not using it. So that's kind of like difficult. I just whenever I have to like go back and do something with delivery adjustments, I just feel bad having to ask people and be like, hey, can you remind me one quiz? question and it like makes me feel like I'm a bad co like a bad coworker and a bad like accountant because I'm forgetting everything but it's not my fault and I'm so grateful to be around such a good support system at work because they're like nah I still forget sometimes like you've been here for four months like not everything's gonna be perfect and you're gonna get it done and like 
I receive great feedback on everything and people know that I'm still learning and people also know that because I am the only LDP in the rotation, everybody asks me to do so many different things that I'm not going to remember just specifically what they ask. They know that I am being pulled in a, t- in a different direction, so I might just need a little like reboot of what I'm learning. Yeah, so that's like, I mean, it's it's just like it's a learning curve essentially, and like at least you know the concepts, and you kind of just need like your brain to be restarted on that like exactly. accounting topic. And it's really good. Like I know I've said this a lot, but I genuinely love everybody that I work with. Like. They never, ever make me feel like I'm asking a stupid question. And you know how people are like, there's no such thing as a stupid question. Like, there truthfully are some stupid questions. <laughs> like, let's be real. But they never make me feel like I have a stupid question. And I have tried so hard lately to not ask questions, not because I don't want to annoy them, but because I want to be proactive and have a growth mindset and be able to learn by myself without relying on others. So it's been really, really good. So, for example, I've told you I've been doing delivery adjustments. So, um, let's say I've been doing some for October. I'll go back to the September file and I'll find something that was similar to it and retrace my steps. That way I can figure out what to do for the October example. Of course, like I said, they're not all going to be the exact same. But it's just like, it's like cutting an apple and cutting a pear. They're similar, so you might as well just learn how to do both. Does that make sense? Well, I guess that's the... uh, (laughs) I guess that's the mark to end this episode because I don't think it can carry a conversation because I'm just woo right now. Oh my gosh, girl, good luck to your roommates. I know, I'm going to go make dinner. Me too. With, you know, the too much rice that I cooked the other day. And okay. um, then go study because I have a lot of studying to. But See? I'm really excited because it's all like cost accounting stuff that we did last semester with our amazing professor, Jeremy. I was, like, considering emailing him last night and being like, Jeremy, thank goodness you taught this so well because, like, I cannot, like, understand essentially how I'm being taught right now. But I'm, like, I know it well enough because he taught it so also, freaking amazing. Also, huge shout-out to Ashton for literally keeping all of her notes because she's so type A and the best person ever. So, like, you get to thrive off of that. Yeah, if you guys remember from season one, like our friend Ashton, she quite literally has every single note from the entire time during college. So like when I was doing bonds, oh my gosh, yes. I, I talked about this like an episode or two ago. When I was doing bond valuation, I was like, I'm so confused how to do it. So she sent me her notes. Do I still know how to do it? No, because I hate bonds and bonds hate me. But, but that that's okay. That's Nobody beside me. knows how to do bonds. I literally like, I don't know a single person that actually knows how to do them. I quite literally tweeted this a week ago when I was studying bonds. It takes a special type of person to be able to do bond valuation, and I'm not that type of person. It's all good. It takes a special person to be able to know that you don't need to cook two cups of rice at once, but you didn't know Okay, that. well, now I know. I am so sorry. So people who are listening to this, you are allowed to say, Norma, you're an idiot for cooking that much rice, because you know what? I'm an idiot. But you can't learn unless you make mistakes. Remember th- uh, season one or season two title interns are expected to make mistakes well norma is expected to make mistakes and that mistake was my rice i will never make that mistake again okay well in that case i'm gonna go make a grilled cheese um i hope you guys have a great night (laughs) have a splendid night everyone and we will see you next time on the account twitter podcast